0: on some of the looks that were on tv on saturday it felt like christmas the grass was you know brown or whatever that color is it's beige because it's it's dying out i just it had a great look nothing says christmas like dead grass you know it keep your tree
1: until april that's the look (laughs) christmas dead grass yes pestilence that's the way
0: football's misery. supposed to be played in late december december that's right Happy new year happy new year you get to play well, football and dead fitting. and an ice it's Very crown. fitting <laughs> yeah yeah shut up
1: very fitting with your performance thus far this year in picks look away chris by the way by the way pete's been fired good i i, I supposed it. to read what they put in the sheets I'm reading this verbatim. Pete fucked up again. He's been fired. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Pete. Sorry. Merry Christmas, Pete. Uh, He hasn't been fired. Not that I know of. But uh, Chris is going to be fired for making picks. A clean sweep last week. We disagreed on three straight up, and I nailed all of them. Two of them could have gone either way. I still don't know why you picked the Broncos to beat the Rams. Other than that, it was close. Best bets? Two and one versus zero oh and three. Uh oh. Against the spread, seven and nine, which isn't great. Four and twelve, even worse. And I've reclaimed the lead in best bets uh, by a half kill, game. Kills me. I am leading in every category as we enter the final two weeks of the
0: regular season. It's killing me. It's 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 official. I've I'm like it looks like I'm tanking for a better draft position here, but I'm I'm actually trying. It's just it's, gosh, I'm in my own head. I'm trying to make up some ground on you. It's snowballing in the wrong direction. I got to win one of these damn – one of them. I got to win one of them, and my only one to win is best bet. So the pressure's on here down the stretch.
1: Yeah, you're down 15 straight up, 19 against the spread. Yeah, that's over. We're not going to disagree on enough for you to make up that that ground. No. Your your only shot is best bets. And and I finally – I mean, I haven't gone 3-0 and yet this year, but I finally got my second and 2-1. I mean, I have been abysmal, and I'm still leading you, which tells you how bad you've been. Thank so, all you. right, I other did. than that, so pay no attention to our best bets, but everything else, at least what I say, you may make a little bit of money <laughs> yeah. and have some fun Versily. in the process. But we were talking about this before. It has been a crazy year. I mean, the, the, this is why a lot of people won't bet on football. You really don't know what's going to happen. And And as I said earlier this year, it's like flipping a coin – and you get to enjoy the process of the coin flipping for three hours. And then you find out whether it's heads or tails at the very end of the game. That, so that's, that's, that's the fun of it. It takes three hours for you to figure out whether or not you guessed right or wrong. But it is just a guessing game because the lines are set in a way that makes it very difficult to know what's going to happen. Even straight up, we don't know what's going to happen because the teams are so packed together. But let's get to it. We have a packed schedule. 16 games. Some of which very compelling, some of which not. Even harder to pick when you don't know whether teams are going to try to win. And that begins tonight. Cowboys, 12.5-point favorites against the Titans. Titans playing for nothing. This game means nothing to them, even though they're alive for the postseason. Next week's game determines the division winner. Tonight's game means nothing. I have heard, Chris, that the Cowboys, even though they are very much alive for the division title, I've heard word on the street sources close to the situation, yada, yada, yada. Cowboys may pull their starters at halftime in this one. Wow. So maybe they think they should be able to do enough with their starters in the first half to win the game. They'll be comfortable with backups in the second half. So keep an eye on that. But even then, 12-and-a-half point margin. Who do you like and by how many?
0: Yeah, well, I like the Cowboys, and I like them by 17 at the very least. I mean, I'm going 27-10 Cowboys. I mean, it doesn't sound like the Titans are really going to play anybody, you know, that's slightly injured or too important to their team to lose this week to not have in week 18. Uh, the Cowboys, you know, I, I I could see them maybe taking that approach where they pull guys in the second half of the game. I mean, again, I think the the reality of, of Philadelphia losing the last two is very slim to me, um, and maybe they're just looking at it and hoping to be, you know, full, full steam, ready to go for the wild card round. But either way, you know, I, I expect them to come out and – kind of have their way with this less than 100% Titans defense. And the Cowboys offense is really good, as we've talked about. I mean, what they did to Philadelphia last week, I know they had a few short fields, but they have great balance, and Dak's playing pretty good football. Uh, The Titans have not been good at stopping the pass. The Cowboys are good at that, and I think they are good enough to run, even with a everybody playing on the Titans defense to where I think it still would have been a tough task for that Titans defense uh so I certainly like the Cowboys and I think they'll put up some offensive numbers according to how quickly they pull some of these guys yeah I got
1: 27 13 it's not looking good for Tony Pollard tonight but they still have most of their best players. I really am curious, though, about this thing that I heard just before we got started about the Cowboys pulling starters at halftime because that could allow the Titans to backdoor cover with just some of this – you know, it's like betting on preseason. That's what some of these games are going to be like. And who the hell would bet on preseason games because you don't know who's going to be playing or how long they're going to be playing or what they're going to do when they're out there. The Malik Willis stats that we showed earlier today on PFT Live are alarming. I just don't think he can – cut it against the Cowboys defense, whether it's first string, second string, third string that's out there. I like the Cowboys 27 to 13, but this is one I would never, ever, ever bet on too much uncertainty with one of the teams clearly not trying to win and the other team all in. And I think you said 27, 10, is that your score for this one? Yeah. 27, 10. Right. All right. So we're almost on the same page with this, but who, who knows? I, and, and uh, look, I'm going to watch it because it's football and it's on TV and I am interested in Malik Willis. But <clears throat> Amazon went from having a great final Thursday night game to kind of a, a yuck fest. All right, let's move to Sunday. A very compelling game because the loser is done. Dolphins at the Patriots. It was a one-and-a-half point spread in favor of Miami before Tua was knocked out of the game with a concussion. Patriots are now three-point favorites with an over/under of 41.5. Dolphins won way back in Week One. Can the Patriots turn it around? I mean, both of these teams stink lately. Can the Patriots turn it around at home on New Year's Day?
0: Yeah, I want. Well, yeah, this is going to be a tough matchup. I mean, it's, it's Teddy Bridgewater at quarterback, so they're not going to be quite at full strength. Or you know, it's again, it's a quarterback that hasn't played much, and it's Week 17 during the year. Uh, I still think, though, with Teddy Bridgewater, that this is its, it's a dangerous offense. I'm, I'm interested to see what New England comes up with as far as a plan of attack on the defensive side of the ball. But I certainly don't think they're going to just shut this group down now that Tua's out. Uh, so I still think they pose problems. There's too many weapons. And even though they're on a losing streak like we've talked about, you know, it's – it, it, it doesn't feel like Miami has played all that horrible. They've played some good teams, and then Tua, with his little issue at the end of the ha- end of the game last week, you know, laid it out there for Green Bay to steal a game in which they were clearly the better team on the football field. Now the other issue here is just, Mike, I'm going to pick the Dolphins to win the game because I just have no faith in the Patriots' def- uh, offense. I think that's my big thing. You, know, you look at last week. I mean. No, that was a – it's a good Bengals defense the Patriots played, but that was an abysmal showing by the Patriots' offense. Uh, it's just there's no creativity in the pass game. They're not a very good running football team. You know, it, the, the way they scored last week, a pick six, a Hail Mary. I mean, I just uh, – I don't think that's sustainable way to win. I'm going to go Dolphins 23-20. I've got
1: Patriots 23-17, so an opportunity for you to fall even farther behind me in this one. <laughs> I just think it's time for the Patriots to get their act together. And I think all of this Tua stuff, it just weighs on an organization. Yeah, we I saw what there. they did after he was out for a few games okay. earlier this year. I just think it's, it's just too much for the Dolphins, as they have yet another good year that's probably not going to end in a playoff berth. The Patriots still very much alive. And I think feeling some heat. Not not that Bill Belichick is going to be out after this year. But, boy, there's going to be a lot of questions this offseason. A lot of changes to be made. And I just think this is one of those dig deep, play for pride, get a win, and hope that you can maybe snake your way into the postseason. That's what the, the, the Patriots are going to try to do. And I just think there's enough life there. And you get the Dolphins out of South Florida in early January. Not that the weather's gonna be a dramatic issue. I haven't seen anything to suggest it's gonna no, be horrible conditions, but it's still mild. January in Boston. Yeah. I, I like I like the Patriots to pull it off twenty-three seventeen and keep their playoff hopes alive, slim as they may be. All right, Saints and Eagles. New Orleans still very much alive in the NFC South, although fading. Uh, still still there. Beat the Browns last week. Impressive showing. Eagles trying to nail down the one seed. They're five-and-a-half-point favorites. We still don't know whether it's going to be Jalen Hurts or Gardner Minshew at quarterback. I don't know that it matters all that much uh, against the Saints. Can the Saints cover the five-and-a-half-point spread, and is there the possibility of an upset, Chris?
0: Well, I, I don't know if I think there's a possibility of the upset. I, I, I don't see that. And I, I don't know if the Saints are good enough offensively to – Consistently drive the ball on this Eagles defense. I think that's the thing I look at. You know, last week their their defense made some plays. They had some ugly drives and all that. And that that's Cleveland, and they're a bigger team than Cleveland, and they can kind of impose their will here. But they don't have a size advantage against Pittsburgh. I mean, uh, Philadelphia, excuse me. And you know, I I I I feel like. Philadelphia's defense is going to be a bounce back week after last week. I think it's it just feel like it's going to be one of those where they're going to be like what the hell? We're a top 2 or 3 defense in football and we let the Cowboys, you know, score too easily in the quarterback situation with Gardner Minshew. Yeah, it does not change my thought of them dramatically on offense. I know they're better with Hurts, but as we saw, I mean, Minshew's dangerous at that position. And you take away a fumble by Miles Sanders at the end of the game and really a great interception, and gosh, there was other mistakes along with that. You go, Billy could have, should have won the game in a lot of ways. I'm going to go Eagles get back on track, squash the Saints, got a little motivation because there's a this could help their draft pick with their trade with the Saints. I'm going to say Eagles 27-13. I I like When
1: the Saints use Taysom Hill more extensively. Yeah. Not simply because you and I were adopters of Taysom Hill three years ago, and we still can't figure out why they don't use him more, but they should use him more. He was on the field 46% of the time offensively last week, had a touchdown, 56 yards rushing. Um, I, 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 I want them to use him more, and I think their chances of making the postseason are enhanced if they unleash him. But even then, it's hard to imagine the Eagles losing this one. They've uncounted some late season adversity. Everything went so easily for them all year long. And now they lose to the Cowboys. They've got these injury issues. They they haven't clinched the one seed yet. And it's still a little bit in doubt. Although, does anyone expect them to lose the next two games? I don't. I don't expect them to lose this Sunday. But I do like the Saints to cover this one. I think the Saints I will get keep it. it close. I've got 20-17. to 17. So the Saints just under that five-and-a-half-point spread. I I think they'll give the Eagles a tougher game. I'm banking on Gardner Minshew playing. Right. And the Saints really leverage – I'm impressed with what they did at Cleveland. They're going to leave everything out there on the field. This is it. This is their last stand. And they're not going to go away easily, especially, you know, Dennis Allen's got to be hearing the chatter about Sean Payton maybe coming back to the Saints. And if not Payton, maybe Allen will be one and done. He's been fired before by the Raiders. I mean, this is a dig deep, go out and get it done game. It's not going to be enough to win, but I think it's going to be enough to keep it close 20 to 17. Yeah, their
0: defense has been staunched. going mean, tough lately. so I understand. Still- that's what scares me. I mean, is their defense. Uh, that That's for sure. You know, it seems to have righted the ship here the last few weeks to where, you know, it's not easy to score points. And here's one other thing I'll just throw in with the Jalen Hurts conversation too. The, the Saints have had a hard time with Jalen Hurts the last two years when they played him and some of the quarterback design run and stuff, which is odd, odd in the fact that they have that part of their offense with Taysom Hill and you'd think they'd know how to defend it. Uh, but, you know, yes, with Gardner Minshew, it definitely makes them less dangerous in that department.
1: Colts at Giants, 60 is after the greatest game ever played. This one probably not in the same category as the 1958 NFC Championship game. The Colts are done. Nick Foles starting again. Giants six-point favorites. They need a win to get into the postseason. 38 and a half is the over-under. I assume you are fully in support of your New York Giants fortunes in this one.
0: I, I am. I expect the Giants to win, but, I, I, I mean, six points is a lot for the Giants I, that's where I'm a little like little nervous about that aspect of it but I, I again you you know that the drill you heard Troy Aikman and Joe Buck the other night Colts defense is freaking good I mean it's just how long can they hold up or can the Colts offense put a drive together to take some pressure off them and so I don't think the Giants are gonna be able to move the ball easily I think this can be rough and You know, I, I, we know the Colts offense is not good. You know, it's not creative. There's no Jonathan Taylor, but I will say the one thing that scares me is the giants playing man to man against, you know, some receivers that, that can beat man to man. I'm going to take the giants to win for sure. I'm going to take the Colts to cover though. I'm going to go 21, 16 giants in this one. Wow. Wow.
1: See, I, I, I don't know if you watched the game on Monday night, but I did. And I think the
0: Colts are just
1: shit right maybe, now. Maybe and you're right. Maybe respect, I, 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 mean, I maybe need to change my that. offensive
0: ex- expectations of them.
1: I'm, I, mean, I mean, you got Nick Foles just spraying the ball up for grabs. You know, hey, we're going to move the safeties back off the line of scrimmage. Yeah, because they're back there catching his throws. That's why they moved off. That's the best way to get him seven yards away, more than seven yards away from the line of scrimmage. <laughs> He's throwing the ball up for grabs, and they're going up to get it. I I just I have no faith in the Colts right now. Um not with I am I'm, I'm sorry. I mean Nick Foles super Bowl MVP, you. that's great. It yeah. was great, but when he's the starter it just doesn't work and they don't have Jonathan Taylor and it's just you know, we're getting into business decision phase of the season where guys don't want to be injured. Guys don't want to have a procedure on an otherwise healthy body right now going into the off season and I just feel like the Colts are done. They tried. And Jim Irsay may still hire Jeff Saturday when it's all said and done. I just don't see this going well, especially with the Giants very much alive, pissed off that they blew the game against the Vikings. They should have won that game. This is their opportunity to nail down a playoff berth that w- w- no one would have expected going into the season. I think the Giants roll 24-7 to in this one.
0: Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, it, it, listen, I, I i mean, I'm scared of the Colts, too. I'm i would. I'm scared of the Colts. I'll let you change your score if you want. I'll let
1: you change it if you want to change it. Yeah, I feel like if you... If you want to pick the Colts to not cover. Uh,
0: all right, I will. I'm going to go 21-14. I'm going to change my mind there. I'm going to just have them cover by a little. I mean, the Giants... Wow. I was just going to go... Like, wow. I, and I'm about to pull up. Like, have they won a game by more than six points the whole year? I mean, that—that's the the first thing that I was like, well, I don't think they have. Well, they beat the Commanders by eight the other day. What the Commanders on the one yard line, about to go in to score <laughs> to make the game less than that. But, um, yeah, that, that's where I just get worried. And it is a little different with, you know, the Chargers, their zone coverages, and th- th- that's where I'm scared. But you know what? You talk me out of it, and I just feel like the Colts are going in the wrong direction. And I'm going to take the Giants to cover the spread on this one. I am. I'm going to go 21-14, Matt Casey. Thank you.
1: Boy, now I hope the Colts cover. Even though- <laughs> well, that's what I was like. I I'll was literally going, I'm going to I'm gonna change it, if and they're going to cover.
0: That's what will happen to me. That's kind of how my year's been going.
1: All right, Browns at the Commanders. Washington is a two-point favorite. Washington opened as low as a one-point favorite, but they got a little bump once it was announced that Carson Wentz will start a quarterback instead of Taylor Heineke, I'm surprised it's only two points. The Commander's very much alive. The Browns very much dead. The Commanders just have to take care of business. And they'll probably get a gift next week against the Cowboys because the Cowboys will be locked in at the five seed most likely. Nothing to gain. Rest your starters. Commanders win that one. They win this one. They're in. Do you think the Browns have a chance to beat the Washington Commanders on Sunday.
0: Well, I mean, yeah, of course a chance. I'm going to take the Commanders to win the game. Uh, the Browns still are, you know, nothing dangerous offensively. I mean, they can run the ball. We know that. that that's the marquee matchup of the game. The Browns run the ball just to about on anybody. I mean, if you can run the ball on the Ravens, then you can run the ball on just about anybody. Uh, so th- that's that that's the, the key to the game. And still Deshaun Watson, you know, he's still not the guy that we known known or are used to seeing. I think between that. You know, the Browns, yes, playing for nothing, Washington playing for everything. The only way I see them losing this game is just if Carson Wentz does dumb shit, which we know he can. But gosh, I mean, it just, if he does that again this week, I'd just be, wow, you, just, you definitely don't want to be a starting quarterback in the NFL. I and mean, this is a game where he's got to be almost a little conservative, you know, for him at least. I know he's going to take some shots down the field, and that's where you like the potential of him at quarterback of the commanders. It's going to open up their offense, and they can protect and run now to where you know, now he can throw the ball down the field. They couldn't help him that way early in the year before he got injured. The Browns' defense, though, is still a pain in the ass. they still got talent, you know, and between that and the running the football, I think the Browns will hang around. I'm going to take the Washington to win 24-20, but I don't think it'll be easy.
1: Yeah, look, I just, I again, it's it's hard to really predict these games at this stage of the season. You don't know what the motivation is. You don't yeah. know what the level of effort is. You don't know how how hard a team is going to play when there's nothing to really play for. And I, I'm going to allow myself to be a prisoner of the moment and be influenced by seeing the Browns just blow it at home against the Saints. I mean, that that, that pissed me off. I picked the Browns as the best bet. This is a retribution pick by me for the Browns to fail to cover. 20-10. to 10 commanders over the Browns. I don't think it's going to be as close as you do. We both are picking the commanders to win and the commanders to cover. And this one has best bet written all over it for me because that two-point spread seems too low for my liking uh which which I, I think to maybe take the well game. i i it, it feels like that spread program.
0: is like that because of the asterisk carson wentz does dumb shit thing that, that's to me where it feels like it like <laughs> that, that, that it's like it, well he'll throw a pick or he'll hold the ball too long and miles garrett will come around and blindside him and all of a sudden to be first and goal for cleveland going into score and you're going man washington was so that that's what i worry about you know, him being too aggressive, too worried about holding the ball, making big plays. Uh, but but I, I hear your point there. I, this, I went 24-16, 24-14, and then I went, uh, I think Cleveland might hang around for a little bit. So I went with that. But I, I, I don't think you're crazy with your thought. Always
1: an interesting dynamic, too, as to how much the starter's going to be worried about getting yanked for the backup. But this one was close, and he struggles. Will he try to do too much? Will he be too careful? What will his mindset be in this game? What does Ron Rivera say to him about how safe he is or isn't? And does he believe it? You know, I could look at it and say, hey, there's only two games left. What are they going to do? Well, maybe they're going to be antsy enough that if they feel this thing going sideways, they're going to pull them out and go with Taylor Heineken, use both quarterbacks like they did last week. So I don't know how that affects Wentz mentally. Does it make him more likely to do dumb shit or less likely to do dumb shit? Only time will tell. All right. Bears at Lions. Lions are six-point favorites. They They had been one of the hottest teams in football until they – They put their foot in a steel trap down in Carolina last week against a rushing attack that they could not stop. It was an embarrassment for the Lions. I mean, they cooled off quickly. They're six-point favorites, as I mentioned, over under a 52. Do the Lions win? More importantly, because when you're playing the Bears, there's always the chance Justin Fields is single-handedly going to be responsible for a cover.
0: Yeah, that's what's scary. And, you know, the thing you just brought up. I mean, the Bears are still a pretty good running football team. and. The Lions, like, Mike, you know, you expect to watch a game like that and you think, oh, I'm going to turn it on, right, Carolina versus Detroit, and Detroit's D-line must have got pushed around the field. Their D-tackles must have got dominated. It wasn't that. that that's 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 the, 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 the two linebackers at the second level were pitiful. Rodriguez and Anzalone, they made more bad plays and poor run fits, and a few times that Carolina game-planned a few runs that – You know, the the Detroit, how they lined up, they just couldn't stop it and where the ball was going. Uh, So there's issues there. But this is a team that, you know, again, they don't have to worry about a dynamic passing offense with the Bears. Uh, I do think the Lions offense is going to have their way with the Bears defense. I would think they're going to be able to run the ball. The Bears, because of lack of run stoppers and that, they do play a decent amount of man-to-man. That's dangerous against the Lions. We know they're going to attack down the field. I'm going to go with the Lions to cover. I'm going to take it. I, I'm not, I know he'll make some big plays and all that. I'm going to go. Uh, what do I got here? 31-21 Lions. I, I think
1: that this is one of those games where Justin Fields, who they're going to continue to utilize through the end of the season, yeah. get him more acclimated, get him more comfortable, and when all else fails, let him take off. I, I think the Lions win. And I'm looking at all of my scores. For some reason, I've got 30 to 27 popping up more than once, more than twice this week. But I like 30 to 27 <laughs> for this one. Yeah. 30 to 20 late and, and then, then you're going to have touchdown. Justin Fields right. rip off a 65-yard touchdown. Remember how crazy their last game was at Soldier Field? I think it's going to be crazy. Maybe not necessarily as back and forth. Lions ahead late. Justin Fields scores a touchdown and Bears cover. 30-27 final score. Panthers at the Buccaneers. NFC South crown on the line. Panthers beat the Bucs in Carolina earlier in the year. Panthers would pull off the head-to-head sweep if they can beat Tom Brady and company. Tampa Bay is a three-point favorite over under a -a 40-and-a-half. That running attack for the Panthers last week, unstoppable. Brady becomes unstoppable when the game is on the line. We've seen it several times this year. They just stink otherwise. Who wins this
0: one? Gosh, this—it's a tight one. I, I'm going to pick the Panthers to win the game. I, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that wow. I feel real comfortable about that. There's just something about the mojo and the belief of the Panthers, and I don't think the Bucs got it. That—that's my biggest thing. You know, I just—I hear too many things about their team. You know that Brady's not really all that happy. You know, all, there's just all these issues. And, you know, it's – it's they shamrocks up their ass the last few games against the the Saints and and the Cardinals. And Carolina's got more talent than those teams, really. Carolina's defense has found a groove. I have a hard time thinking – I mean, we know Tampa's offense is not good, period. It's not. And I think this Carolina defense with Steve Wilkes coaching it is definitely better than the Cardinals or the Saints defense they played the last few weeks. And – You know, not only can they stop the run, and there's no J.C. Horn, which which hurts, but they can put some pressure on you as far as rushing the passer and make you throw the ball into some tight man-to-man coverage. Uh, And I just think I'm going to couple that with the run game and a team that's got a little life, and then Sam Darnold's been a nice addition with some, you know, read option plays, and he's been throwing the ball well, and he understands how they're playing. I'm going to go 20-16 to Panthers on the road.
1: Wow, wow. Yeah. Gutsy. Because, look, the Buccaneers know the importance of this game. Tom Brady knows the importance of this week. If they could just play better in the first three quarters, they, they wouldn't be in these spots where they have to pull a rabbit out of their butts. And that's how you beat them. You blow them off the field yeah, like the 49ers did, like yeah. the Bengals did. Right? that That's the, that's the key. Uh, they came back late against the Saints. The Saints left an opening. Came back late against the uh, uh Cardinals, Cardinals yeah. left an opening. I think it's gonna happen again. I think the I think the Panthers gonna leave just enough of an opening. You almost convinced me to change my mind, but I'm sticking to my guns. I'm sticking with the baby to me. splitter here. 24-23. Panthers cover, Bucks win, some sort of crazy shit at the end. Tom Brady makes something happen and the Bucks get the victory. It's gonna look like the Panthers are gonna win. You're gonna look like you were right, and Tom Brady's gonna to pull something out of his butt and they're gonna end up winning the game 24-23. That's my take on that one. We've seen it too many times this year, and I just feel like Tom Brady can't be denied a playoff berth in what likely will be his final year with the Buccaneers. And if they don't make it to the playoffs, there's no way in hell he's playing for them next year. There's still people in Tampa that think they're getting him back next year. I'm with Rodney Harrison. I defer to Rodney. He's going to play next year. He's just not going to play for the Buccaneers. All right, Broncos at the Chiefs. Turmoil in Denver after a 51-14 to loss on Christmas Day. Still had 22 million people watching that debacle. That's how strong the NFL is on a captive audience day. No captive audience this time around. Chiefs fans very happy about the ongoing pursuit of the one seed. 12.5 points spread. Patrick Mahomes closing in on a potential MVP award. 45 over under. Chris, I'm sure you're going to pick the Chiefs to win. The question is, do you think they win by more than 12.5? <sighs>
0: The Chiefs are always scary. Of course they're going to win. The Chiefs are like, you know, what I worry about with the Chiefs is like what we saw the first time. What I saw last week when they played Seattle. Where, you know, Mike, we know this is what you and I, we both get frustrated about this with Kansas City. They're not motivated. You know, they can take their foot off the gas pedal. And for lack of a better phrase, they just, they do dumb shit. I mean, last week. It's it's, you're like what the game 17 to 3 how I mean it should have been 34 to 3 dropping passes Um, Mahomes missing open receivers her touchdowns it's can't get two feet down out of going out of bounds on a third down and he's got like seven yards to do it I mean it's just. That's where the Chiefs are scary. And that's what they did against the Broncos the first time around. They just, Oh, we're up 27, and he just started trying to fit balls into tight windows. Like, oh, shit, I'm going to go for it. And all of a sudden, they were in a dogfight. So that's what always scares me. They're clearly the better team. And I'll say this, too, Mike. Their defense has changed here the last few weeks. I feel like they've gotten more comfortable with their young guys. They're starting to expand the variety of the playbook a little bit, which is encouraging. I'm going to take them to cover. But it scares me because of what I said. They are the ultimate, like ah, we could beat the Broncos with a, a, a arm tied behind our back type of team here. I'm going to go 30 to 17, Chiefs.
1: You're right, and we've seen that throughout the Mahomes era. Right. I remember a game against the Raiders. I think it was Week Two of 2019 where they won 28 to 10, and they scored all 28 points in the second quarter, and right. there were the other three quarters they didn't do anything. Right, and they just they they they, they lapse into this funk and they get complacent. And it opened the door last time around for the Broncos to come back. And I think that's reason enough for the Chiefs to not let it happen again. I hear you. I'm sure they were reminded of it all week long by Andy Reid after he ate his cheeseburger that was packed in a, in a shoebox. Uh, and, uh, you know, he was, he was happy for five minutes, and then he put the Broncos film on, and he got pissed off. 40-21 to 21 is the score I take. Again, the Chiefs trying to get the one seed. They know the importance of this looming rematch with the Bills happening in Kansas City, not in Buffalo. Not in Western New York, not in that stadium with the Bills Mafia there. They can't control what happens Monday night. They can control winning the game on Sunday, and I think they will easily 40-21. to 21. Jaguars at the Texans. Good God. This one means nothing to either team. The only thing of relevance here is the Texans not blowing the number one pick in the draft, Lovey Smith, the coach. He was the coach of the Bucks eight years ago when they deliberately tanked to get Jameis Winston. Maybe that was punishment enough to get him from trying to do it again.
0: Four and a half point favorite are the Jaguars. Over under a forty three and a half. Who do you like? Well, of course the Jaguars. I mean, it's it's hard to pick Houston, even though there's like a lot to respect there. As we we say that every week, they continue to play hard. I mean, even what they did last week, way to go. Well, they're. It's it's they're a pain in the butt because they've shown they can run the football. You know, they got this little Driscoll package as far as he comes in and they do wildcat stuff with him running the ball almost like a Taysom Hill element. Uh, but still, I, I think the Jaguars are flying high here. Uh, I think they're a team that's finally like, wait, we we are good and we are kind of figuring out how to win and we add extra time to prepare for this one. And I think Trevor Lawrence, as I, you know, said earlier this week, I think he's Definitely got into the top 10 quarterback conversation. I'm not so sure he's not in the top six or seven in all of football already right now. I'm going to go, you know, Jaguars to win, Texans to be annoying for a little bit, 24-13. So you still have the Jaguars
1: covering, yep. and it's a yep. double-digit win you're predicting. Look, I, this is, this is sit-down, first reaction, pasta in meatballs, and then I've been trying to talk myself out of it, but I just can't do it. I've seen something in these Texans players in recent weeks. A level of fight, a level of will, a level of desire, a level of want that isn't going to go away. And you know what? You benched your – I mean, I don't know who they're going to play. I, you know, do they try to tank? It doesn't matter. What's the difference between the first string and second string with the Texans? Whoever's out there is going to play their ass yeah, off. That's right. And they're going to play well. And they beat, they beat a desperate Titans team. They, they, they gave other teams all they could handle. They gave the Chiefs everything they could handle. They gave the Cowboys everything they could handle. They're playing for pride. They're playing for film. That's one of the motivations late in the year. The eye in the sky don't lie. That's and what right. you do now can and will be used against you later, especially if there's another new coach in Houston. I think the Texans win this game. Wow. I think I haven't picked about uh, wow. I picked against them all year long. I'm finally picking for them. 20 to 17 the Texans beat a Jaguars team that really isn't playing for anything. Well, and I suspect that even though Doug Peterson said he's not going to pull his starters, I suspect at some point he's going to get some of those key players off the field and hold them for next week.
0: Well, I, I, am I wrong in the thought that Jacksonville can still lo- I mean, they can still be a seven seed, right? They have more avenues than the Tennessee Titans. So that's where I feel like they can't not yeah, play. I yes. know they need a few things to shake yeah. out their way. I get that. But, you know, they still – they could still win to, uh, Sunday. And I think there's a possibility of things shake out, right, the last time I read the whole playoff scenario, where they can lose next Sunday night and end up still being in, in the playoffs. So, you know, there, there is that. I'm just throwing that out there for everybody's knowledge.
1: I, 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 can't, I can't imagine 8-9 yeah. and nine getting in. I can't imagine it, but but, but but maybe it would happen. The other thing, too, that I think applies here, if they win this week and tie next week, they win the division. Huh. Um, that's the one thing we haven't talked about, a Week 18 tie, because they would have the tiebreaker with a 1-0-1 head-to-head record against the Titans. So uh, there's, there's another potential reason to win the game, and they may lose some of that motivation if the Texans end up losing tonight as we expect them to do. All right, last one, Cardinals-Falcons what's the old saying if a tree falls in the woods and no one's there to hear it does it make a sound right i mean if no one watches this game does it even happen do we even care <laughs> falcons three and a half point favorites i'll just give you my score i mean i don't give a shit about this one and i don't think anybody does where is my score here i don't even think i wrote one down chris what's wow. yours i gotta find mine i'm going Cardinals, i may not have even picked a winner to in this. One. oh here it is I've got Falcons 20 to 17.
0: All right. Yeah, I just, I, I, a I, I, yeah, well, it, it's the Falcons. They got a little bit of that Texans feel, right? Where they always play hard and play tough. I, I gotta, I just don't have enough faith in Desmond Ritter in their past game to get it done. So I got to see it to believe it first. And that's, I'm going to take the Cardinals to, to win, to win in a close one. All right, uh, well, we disagree on several so
1: far. Not nearly enough for you to catch me, but uh, maybe you'll make it interesting going into Week 18. Interesting going into the 4 o'clock games on Sunday of Week 17, including the Geno Smith-Pete slash Pete Carroll Revenge Bowl against the Jets. We'll discuss that next on Chris Sims Unbuttoned and PFT. Oh, uh, this is mean-spirited. Who would post something like this? Why would Derek Carr be a distraction if he's still with the Raiders? Would he just sit around all day giving people the death stare? Maybe he would. That's from a couple of years ago. Uh, Derek Carr now done with the Las Vegas Raiders by all appearances. The 49ers are 10-point favorites against the Raiders. This this was a game when the Raiders were in Oakland. I mean, it was nasty. They had to quit playing in the preseason. The yeah. fights were so intense right. between 49ers fans and Raiders fans. 49ers are rolling right now. Jarrett Stidham at quarterback for the Raiders. Kyle Shanahan tried to tried to do his best Lou Holtz yesterday in talking up Jared Stidham and the Raiders. I mean, come on. It went from minus 6 to minus 10, and it should be higher than minus 10, frankly. Chris, uh, give me your score for this one, which should get ugly in Las Vegas.
0: Yeah, I'm going to say 31 to 14, right? And I think there's a chance that, you know, could be 31-7 to seven late in the game, and it's just a garbage-time touchdown. I just, the, the, you said it right. The 49ers are the hottest team in the sport. They're the best team in the game right now at this moment. There's nobody better. There's nobody. It's playing complete team football and playing, I mean, dominant. Like we, like we discussed on Tuesday, it's eight games in a row, and like six of them have been like, no, we fucked you up, and this game is over with like seven minutes left in the game. Uh, that, that's, this doesn't happen in the NFL. That's very rare. So I, I'm with you there, let alone, hey, this is a big deal. I mean, yeah, you could say what you want, and you know I respect Josh McDaniels and, and that staff out there and the, and what they do, but uh, how could the Derek Carr situation not be a distraction and, and carry over into practice and all of that? They just ended their – nine-year relationship with their so-called franchise quarterback and said, see you later, with two games left, and said, we don't want you to be our quarterback anymore. So that says a lot. I'm going to take the uh, 49ers, like I said, 31-14.
1: Yeah, I mean, they've given up on the season, so why should the players not give up on the season, right? That's the message. You're making a business decision. To avoid owing Derek Carr, potentially $40.4 million fully guaranteed. So you are using a lesser player. You've given up on the season. Why should we do anything other than what we have to do to protect our own best interests? I think it's going to be awful. I think it's going to be ugly. I've got uh, 31 to 13, so, uh, yeah. And and I, I'm probably going to take the 49ers again as a best bet. They've been treating me well yep. lately just because they've been kicking the shit out of everybody. All, All right. right, Jets at Seahawks. Jets are favored by one and a half. Mike White is back. Geno Smith getting a little chance at revenge with the team that drafted him in the second round back in 2013, but then ran him off. They they employed Pete Carroll at one point as a head coach and ran him off, too. The Seahawks trying to pull themselves back into the playoff conversation, as are the Jets. Who do you like and why?
0: This is, this is a, I mean, to me, is a total coin flip game. I, I came down to just, like, I don't know who to take, and I'm just going to take the team that I think has more talent on the field, and that's the Jets. I don't feel necessarily comfortable about that. I'm going to take the Jets 20 to 17 here, but like, you know, I know we discussed this this morning. Let me just throw out a few things to think about for the fans out there. One, the Jets don't run the ball very well right now. And Seattle has a very good pass defense. They are a pain in the butt. They're creative. They got a shutdown corner on one side and the other corner Michael Jackson's damn good. So that is where I go I can see the Jets offense having some struggles here because I just don't think they have a run game and their o-line just not good enough to to do that. You know, and then they can be kind of creative with their blitzes too, which can stress that Jets o-line out. So that's my worry for the Jets. The other side of the ball, yeah, I think the Jets have a clear advantage over Seattle's offense. Seattle can't pass protect At all, and we've seen that the last two weeks. I mean, Geno Smith, I would argue, has probably been hit more than anybody in the sport last two weeks against the Chiefs and the 49ers. And now you got the Jets pass rush coming to town, which is legit. And and you know, again, the Seahawks offensive line, it's it's got two young tackles, and they don't open up a whole lot of you know holes in the running game. I think Geno makes some plays; they'll hang around. I think their defense will keep them in it to a degree, but I just think the Jets are better in somehow, some way. I don't even know what that's going to be. They make a play, or Mike White makes a big pass to Garrett Wilson to kind of just you know put them over the edge, twenty to seventeen Jets.
1: Yeah, look, well, oh boy, we disagree on a lot of. You're going
0: Seahawks here too.
1: Games this week. Uh, yeah, I'm going Seahawks. I I, I get it. Long. I I've, I've, I you know, I just yeah. Tough environment. Crowd's going to be loud. Seahawks are still alive. They, they get a little extra boost this week by all the dysfunction in Denver. And let me tell you, they love it. They love what's going on with Russell Wilson and the ball. I know they Can't do. Can't get enough of it. Yeah. And, and and, and you, you know, the, the Jets have been in this funk
0: lately. I know. Just,
1: and, and there's dysfunction that's in the organization. And even with Mike White back, I just don't think it's enough. I don't think it's enough and also you can't rule out the possibility to take you know mike white taking another big hit and then it's joe flacco in in seattle trying to make something happen because zach wilson's been wilson's been exiled by the jets so uh I got the Seahawks 24-21. Uh, this is a gut feeling pasta and meatballs. I just uh, think the Seahawks are too good to have been as bad as they've been lately. This is one way they turn it around.
0: My, I, I, I'm, I'm not, I mean, again, it's, I'm so in my own fucking head right now. I don't know if you can trust anything with my picks or scores. I'm literally in just listen to me break down games and don't listen to my scores. I I mean, my original score I wrote down was 20-17 to 17, Seahawks. But then last night I was like, I don't know, gosh – that all, and I switched it back. And then I switched it again this morning, and then I went back again before the podcast. So I have four lines here, a switch, a question mark, a switch again, a question mark, and then another score. So I hear you there. And the, you said it right. That's, those are the kind of things that scare me, too.
1: I think the reality is your analysis is what keeps the game close, but it's always some crazy shit that decides the game at the end of the day. It's completely independent of anything that, that can be gleaned from watching film. It's just crazy things happen, it is. and that's how these analytics names resolve, crazy things, even injuries. More frustrating. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. That's Doesn't right. matter. Thanks for making some excuses. Bad for decision. Though, man. That's Bad call, my guy. Good call whatever. You're my guy. See, look you at you. Got my back right there. I love right. it.
1: Vikings at the Packers, Lambeau Field, Week 17. Packers still alive, although it's going to take a lot for them to get into the postseason. Vikings. 12-3, and 0 in one score games, and still trying to hold off the 49ers so they don't have to go back to Levi's Stadium and get their ass kicked there. They'll just get their ass kicked at home by the 49ers when <laughs> it comes to it. But at least they won't have the long flight afterward. Uh, Vikings have plenty of motivation, though. And for all they know, when that game starts, when that game starts, maybe the Eagles lose to the Saints. All the more reason to keep the Heat on the Eagles because they could still be the one seed. And what a difference that would be for the Vikings if they could pull that off. Do they win it at Lambeau Field, Chris?
0: I'm going to say no. I'm going to say that you know, I, I that totally crossed my mind. That It'll be kind of like a deflating thing. They're going to see the Eagles won and they're going to be taking the field and go, oh, okay, it's over. Like, they're going to be playing their guys, but it's going to be over. And then, of course, the Packers, you know, a little mojo going here. I don't know if it's really real. It seems like things have just continued to fall their way a little bit. But either way, you know, we've seen little glimmers of their offense kind of. You know, make some plays here as of late. I really think both offenses have a clear advantage in the football game. I mean, Green Bay, I I just – I have a hard time thinking they're going to slow down your Minnesota Vikings. And You know, like we said this morning, Minnesota's not even a great running football team, but they're going to be able to run enough on this team, I think. And then that's just going to be watch out with Jefferson and Thielen, let alone even if they don't run it, I think we're going to be in watch out for Jefferson and Thielen. So that – and then I do think even though this – You know, Packers offense is not necessarily exciting. They can run the ball. You guys have the worst defense in football. You don't like to play man to man, which means all these zoom, zoom, zoom little RPOs and quick passes are going to work. And then, you know, that could lead to you guys going, okay, we kind of can't, we're going to die a slow death here. Let's play some man to man. And then that's when you see like last week. Rodgers only throws the ball down the field when it's man-to-man and it's outside, like, right? So that's where you could see maybe Christian Watson, if he is healthy, Dobbs, whatever. When, I'm going to take the Packers 24-20. I don't feel that great about them as a team, but it's at home. It's this time of the year, and I think the Vikings are kind of like know where they're at and just not going to have the motivation. Can you imagine
1: thinking that would be the outcome four or five weeks ago when the Packers were dead in the water? And they have gotten better with Christian Watson emerging, Romeo Dobbs getting healthy, right. Aaron Rodgers finally getting to the level of trust in those guys that yeah. he should have had a long time ago if he'd have been properly engaged in the offseason. I don't want to get – I've said that time and again. You have. But it's finally happened, better late than never. Mm-hmm. I, I still believe – and and look, you, you know how contrarian I've been about the Vikings yeah. and I've thought it's all fugazi, and I still think it is to a certain element, and I still think they're going to get to the divisional round and get – stomped by whoever they face there, 49ers or whoever it may be but but i can't ignore what happened in buffalo i can't ignore what happened against the colts i can't ignore what happened against your new york giants on christmas eve with that 61 yard field goal back and forth i mean it's going to be another one of those back and forth and back and forth you mentioned adam thielen yeah he's really been yeah he emphasized right lately k.j osborne is in a position where he could do everything Thielen does. And T.J. Hawkinson, T.J. Hawkinson has made Adam Thielen, in many respects, I don't want to say irrelevant, right, but, but a, I, yeah, I think it's going to happen in the offseason. i got to pull up Thielen's contract. I think somebody's going to go to Thielen in the offseason and say, hey, you know, you're from Minnesota, you were undrafted, you've been a great part of this team, but we can't afford to pay you X, Y, Z for this year. We just can't. We just can't. Uh, And they'd go forward with K.J. Osborne and T.J. Hawkinson. I mean, Hawkinson's been spectacular very quietly because it's all Justin Jefferson. But if he's covered, Hawkinson's the guy that keeps the chains moving. So I think the Vikings have enough to do it. And I just think that they have gotten to the point, despite the laps against the Cowboys, despite the laps against the Lions, they do enough good things, they do enough crazy things that I just feel like, they're going to pull this one off, thirty to twenty-seven. That's my second thirty to twenty-seven of the week. Another close game, <laughs> okay. another crazy. What the hell happened? Can't believe it happened. Go back and rewatch the game and try to figure it all out. Type of a game. They'll put the final nail in the Packers' coffin and either two seed or outside shot at one seed for the Vikings. Chris.
0: Yeah, I I, I, I hear you there, and I don't think you're crazy for that thought. All
1: right, Rams at Chargers, L.A. Chargers are a six-and-a-half-point favorite over the L.A. Rams. Chargers suddenly the only team to brag about in L.A. They've got the playoff berth. The Rams are dead, although they did destroy the Broncos on Christmas Day. Who do you like in this
0: one? Well, I like the Chargers, but I I, I think the Rams will keep this close. I do. I, I'm going to play the element of, hey, the Rams are trying to finish strong. They got a little momentum with Baker Mayfield, a little fire under them right now, right? And I'm going to play the angle of, like, the Chargers are in the playoffs and they're ex- exhaling and oh, we made it and whatever else. Right? And and I and then again the, the Rams defense is it's a pain in the butt. And I know we've said that every week and it's a Chargers offense that you know again we we saw last week. I mean, they they had a hard time against the Colts. It's not overly creative and they can't run the ball. It's a lot of him jamming in 8-yard throws all the time. And it's frustrating. Uh, I think the Rams are going to hang around in this one. I know they're just playing for pride, but I think between that, you know, Baker Mayfield's playing for something legit. He might be auditioning for the starting quarterback role of the Las Vegas Raiders, and, you know, the Chargers just taking a deep breath. I'm going to take them to win, but a close one, 20-17.
1: I got 28-21 uh, Chargers. I, I don't know what the hell to think about this. What I mean, know, the Rams had you know that crazy game against the Raiders. Then they they didn't look very inspired against the Packers, and they completely destroyed. I think it came so easily for them against the Broncos. It's going to be hard for them to reset mm. against a team that you know you just don't you don't know what you're going to get. This is one of those games where stay away from it if you're inclined to bet. I don't know what's going to happen. I just had to pick a score 28-21. All right, you, primetime it, games. Okay for week 17. What do you got? Well, I was going to say, do you think the Chargers think about it at all?
0: Whether, you know, they want to be the sixth seed, the seventh seed. I mean, I guess there's really no way to know how that plays out. But that's the only thing I was, you know, they're going to throw out there to you.
1: Always be the highest seed you can be. Always aspire to be the highest seed. Because you never know when things are going to work out in a way that you find yourself at the championship round and you're hosting that game. And if you're the sixth seed, there's still a chance it's going to happen. All right, Chris Sims on Button, PFTPM, back after this. there's there's, Mike Tomlin yes he's not just working he's winning and he's got two more to go to finish with a winning record a non-losing record Uh, again he's never had a losing record during his time with the Steelers so Steelers at Ravens, primetime, NBC. Ravens favored by two and a half. No sign of Lamar Jackson. Tyler Huntley, show versus Kenny Pickett and company. We saw what the Steelers were able to do last week after the passing of Frank O'Harris. Can they do it again, Chris?
0: I I, I do. You know, I think they match up well with the Ravens, like we saw a few weeks ago. I I came away, really, from that Ravens-Steelers game, watching it back a few weeks ago and going, man, I mean, if Kenny Pickett stays healthy and doesn't hurt his head – or Trubisky just doesn't make the dumb mistakes. I mean, it had the feel of the Steelers were going to win that football game. I'm going to take them to win the game. I am. I'm going to take them 16-13. to 13. You know, I, One, you know, the, the, the Steelers' offensive running game has gotten to a point where it's like good enough to where the Ravens can't totally disregard it. And I think the division opponent, the Steelers, have a pretty good understanding of how the Ravens play defense in, in the secondary and what they want to do in pass defense. The other side of the ball, you know, I was shocked the first time around that the Ravens ran the ball like that in the Steelers. I got to think the Steelers are going to make some adjustment to their game plans here a little bit. Uh, I, I just, this is, you know, pasta and meatballs, Mike Florio style, me going to ride the Steelers in a Steelers type of game and I'm going to ride with them 16-13 to 13 to get the win.
1: Well, uh, we don't disagree on another game because I have the Steelers in this one 20-17. Look, we saw what they did on saturday night against the raiders they they just find a way they find a way they're not dead yet they can be eliminated in theory by the time this game begins i don't think they will be i'm not ready to say they're getting to the playoffs but i am not giving up on the steelers until they are done and even then i won't be ready to give up on the steelers i think they're going to win the next two i think they're going to finish nine and eight whether that gets them into the playoffs remains to be seen so i got the steelers 20 to 17 and uh, the over under for this one by the way 35 lowest of the week all right higher over under on monday night Bills-Bengals. I think the outcome of this game is going to determine the one seed in the AFC. If the Bills win, they're the one seed. If the Bengals win, I think it's going to be the Chiefs. With still a chance, it'll be the Bengals. One-and-a-half-point favorites are the Bills. Chris, who do you like in the game of the week?
0: Yeah, I, I'm, I'm so excited for this. I really am. It's you know, Oddly enough, I know we got the two super superstar quarterbacks here. I, I feel like this is going to be a defensive game. I, I don't think the quarterbacks are going to go off. I mean, they might have some good numbers. I don't know if it's going to necessarily translate into a lot of points. You know, I think both defenses pose some problems you know, for the other defense. One, you know, we know the concerns with Buffalo. I don't think they can really run the ball yet. Yeah, they, beat the, they ran the ball on the Chicago Bears. I mean, Mike, the Chicago Bears didn't even believe they were going to run it. On some of the runs, literally Bears linebackers are running down the field in pass coverage because they've been told, don't worry about the run, they're really not going to do it. And like they that they got gashed that way. Let alone they're not that talented up front, right? So nobody runs on the Bengals. Nobody. I mean, it's so. And the Bills ain't going to do it. And I worry the the Bengals can cover people, zone or man. And you know me, I've been one that's saying. I mean, the Bills don't have people that can separate other than Diggs. He's the only guy. So I worry about that aspect. Now I can see Allen scrambling and making a lot of plays. I I am interested to see if. Cincinnati can contain him. You know, with Hubbard and the Hendrickson and banged up and not totally healthy. I could see him escaping the pocket. That could be a danger. But I would think the Bengals have a plan for him as far as quarterback spy, a little bit like they've done to Patrick Mahomes. On the other side of the ball, you know, the Bills, Joe Burrow usually picks apart zone defenses, but the Bills are like one of the best zone defenses I've seen over the last few years. They are really good at that. And um I don't think they're going to live in man. They don't want to play man. I'm going to take the Bengals. Late field goal to win this 23-21. 30 to 27 Bengals. My third 30 to
1: 27 of the week. I thought we were going to disagree on both primetime games, I'm, but we agree. Damn. I'm surprised. You're giving up on your boy blue, I really am Well, I like, I, really am. I, I got a boy Surprise. named Joe I would have B too that you would pick the
0: bills. Yeah, you know that's my boy Burrow too, so you know they're, they're my besties over here, all right, and you know it's hard to pick here, so I'm going with I just think that at home and a matchup that fits them, that's where I'm going to do it, but I mean this is a, this is a tough one. I, man, I can't believe you took Cincinnati. I knew you were going to take Pittsburgh. I thought you would take Buffalo. I really would uh, shit. But okay, we're on the same
1: page. The Bengals page. just have this kind of quiet chip on their shoulder, you know? Agreed. And and I could see it ride them all the way back to the Super Bowl.
0: Uh-huh. It's
1: just they they made it there last year and nobody believes in them this year. It's been the Bills and the Chiefs all year long. Behind closed doors, I guarantee you, paint is peeling off the walls when the Bengals get cranked up about how nobody pays attention to them the way they should. After Monday night, they will be. Pay attention to our best bets and do the opposite. We'll have that <laughs> next year on Chris Sims Unbuttoned at PFT PFTPM. <laughs> Chris Unbutton, Unbuttoned, PFTPM, best
0: bets time for week 17. Christopher, you're up. Uh- All right, I'm going 49ers. That's the first one I'm going. I'm going to have them covering the spread against the Raiders. I know they're favored by, what is that, 10? I'm going there. Put me down. Put me down for a 49ers as well. They've been good to
1: me lately. Next up, who you got?
0: I'm going to go with the Chargers to cover the spread versus the Rams. Six and a half. No, excuse me, the Rams to cover the spread against the Chargers. Six and a half. I think it's just too much. I think the Rams are still fighting, and I think the Chargers are going to, you know, take a little – relaxing, deep breath here in this one, not play their best ball. I'm going commando, baby. Washington giving two to the
1: Browns. I think Washington covers that easily. Last one, Chris. I'm
0: going to go there, too. That, that, that's the, there's not a lot that makes sense to me, and that does scare me a little bit, but I'm going to ride the Washington Commanders and Carson Wentz giving their offense a little bump here and their defense containing that Browns run game.
1: Next one, I don't know what the hell to do. You know what I'll do? Since I persuaded you to abandon the Colts to cover, I'll take the Giants minus six to show you the faith that I do have in your New York Giants against a team that is done and over. Before we're done, Folsom Prison Blues, the one game we would take straight up if we were dying in a gutter, Chris. I'm we taking the 49 can't be the Jaguars this week. No, it's not. Who is it? Uh, I'm yeah, taking 40 the
0: 49ers to beat the Raiders.
1: Yeah. 49ers. I'll take the Chiefs just for fun. Okay,
0: Chiefs. All right, don't die by Russ. Thanks for some of your time. See ya.